ready in 5, 4, 3, 2... All right, try it out. I'm touring, yo. ChristinaPOnline.com. Get your tickets. Doing Toronto September 7th, September 8th. Winnipeg, Will He Peg, Canada, September 14th through 16th. Comedy Vex, downtown Denver. Tickets are going so fast. There's maybe like one show left. Wise Guys in Short Lake Titties, Puta, October 13th and 14th. I love that crowd. I love the I love the Mormons. Everybody's like, oh, they're so they're so weird. They're the best neighbors. They don't drink alcohol. They take care of their kids. Good people. San Jose Improv, October 15th. And then Madison Jizconson Comedy Club on State, October 26th through 28th. Get your tickets right now, ChristinaPonline.com. Also, buy my lipstick if you haven't already. It's pretty radical. I have uh, been wearing Lipstick, red lipstick since I was 13, like the little whore that I am. And I've developed the ultimate shade, the ultimate consistency, and the ultimate packaging. Check this shit out. Magnetic, bro. That way it doesn't open in your purse and wreak havoc on your belongings. And I don't know why every lipstick isn't like this. That's just so silly. Now, on to big important news. I'm so happy to be here with you and not in my home. Um, you know this moms when you're like, you spend the weekend with the kids and then you just, you just, there's no, there's no time to like get in your own headspace <laughs> from the time you wake up. It's constant. Like mom, mom, I need this again. It's constant. You'd wake up, you make the breakfast, you get everybody ready. It's just exhausting. But, uh, I'm glad to be here with you and not at my house. Cause my little nephew's visiting. He's adorable. But now I have three boys tearing uh, my shit, you guys. And I mean, on the one hand, it's great because they're all occupied. On the other hand, they're putting live fish in my swimming pool right now, which is fucking crazy. Like I go down there and there's a fish swimming in my jacuzzi. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> they're like, hey, this is the little pool. We're going to put the little fish in here and then we're going to put catfish in the big pool. I'm like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> One fish at a time. And then I was like, well, what's, it's not so bad to have fish in your, I mean, it kills them. Yes, they're going to die anyways, though, those fish. And I mean, they don't live very long in a chlorinated pool, but I don't know. What's the harm? You're making core memories. And that's what it's all about. Positive core memories. They're going to remember that for the rest of your life. When your mother let you kill fish in the swimming pool, right? Is that not a positive core memory? They put them on the trampoline last time, so we're at least we're not doing that. Oh, they're lasting a little longer in the pool. A little bit. <laughs> I grew uh, up on a lake. We killed a bunch of fish growing up. See? <laughs> so tell me, and you're not a serial killer. If anything, you're one of the most sensible, emotionally connected men on staff, I'd argue. I'd argue that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a lot. I think maybe I got it out at a young age. The, the psychos? Yeah. Yeah. Because boys have... It's so funny. I was... Yeah, boys just wake up, and they're like... They've got this, like piss inside of them this toxic shit they're like like they just want to kill or be killed or fight and you just boys are like puppies like if you don't run them outside you don't you don't let them get it out they'll tear your house up so that's good you got to get that that rage out so you got your rage out is what you're saying chris did you do it alone Uh, it's chad oh sorry i'm so sorry that was so weird I can't believe I called you Chris. You sound like him now. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. It's fine. You're kind of turning into him a little bit. How so? I mean, you're sounding like him. No. No. I don't know if I sounded like him. I'd be like, oh, my allergies are acting (laughs) up. Such a pussy. Wait, you didn't kill fish alone, though, because I think that's the mark of a serial killer. It's got to be with a friend. Oh, I grew up with my cousins. They lived on the same block, and, like, my neighbor was kind of my age, and we just, I mean, we rampaged the neighborhood. You know, (laughs) we... Blew shit up with fireworks. We built forts yeah. in the woods. Fun. We bike trails, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that's good. It's so wholesome. You got to do that stuff. Um, so there you go. The nephew's visiting. That's chaos. 
I have, um, I'm, of course, I'm still into the UFOs. I finally watched the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It's from like the early 80s, I think late 70s. Um, Steven Spielberg made it. That's one of your tribes. And uh-huh. very good movie. Of course, it moves at a glacial pace because it's an 80s or early like like 70s type movie. So like if somebody gets out of a car, you're watching them get out of a car in real fucking time. You're like, dude, come on, let's get to the thing. Um, two interesting points for me in Close Encounters. Spoiler alert, because this movie's 40 years old. If you haven't seen it already, you guys really need to... You said that at the perfect Fuck time. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, like, just, you, you should have seen it already, okay? Um, what's really distracting is, actually inspiring, is the one of the main characters in the movie, this blonde lady that's with Richard Dreyfuss, the whole movie, she doesn't wear a bra. And, like, that was what people did in the late 70s, is they just, women didn't wear bras, because I guess it was probably, like, the residuals from the women's movement, like the bra burning. And it's so distracting because her little jiggly puffs are just moving around the whole time. And I can't focus on the alien landing because I'm looking at her tetas. And not only that, she's got a baby in the thing, in the, in the movie. And I'm like, there's no way her boobs are that perky and little and cute. Could you Google close encounters of the third kind? Um, it's like the neighbor, Barry's mom. Barry, they name he, she names her son Barry, which is such like a early oh it's seventy seven yeah. Let's see Melinda, Melinda Dillon, that's her name. Let's see Melinda's tits because they're amazing, and I'm so jealous. Yeah, they're, she's got those little hungry tits, little tiny boopers that they don't flop around, and I, I'm so envious because I can't do that. You know, you know they're not showing any really. Why don't full you Google frontal. Google <laughs> Melinda whatever's tits. Close encounters. I mean, come on, Nadav. Think, think like a guy. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why do I have to teach you to be a man? Be a man. I just have so much to learn, Christine. Google Melinda Dillon's tits. Oh God, it's so depressing when you see people old on IMDb. Okay, so kind of you can see through that shirt, like the whole time, and they're a little, like you know, they're natural, so they're a little soggy in in places, and you're like, just wear a bra, bitch. But I do think that may have been intentional, so that she's the star of the movie, you know, or her tits are the star of the movie. Pretty fucking cool. There she is with Barry. You didn't you didn't Google her tits. Oh, you wanted me to actually put tits? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we can see. God. I want you guys to see what I see. Oh. All right. I'm going to click these. Okay. I want to die. Anyway. Oh. All right. Well, that's not from Close Encounters. That's a, that's a different movie. But you see how perky they are. They really are pert. They just kind of, they do teardrops. Up and up and perks. That's not what happens They're after you have babies. You. You d- when you have children, they don't they don't teardrop anymore. There's no boop. It's just straight down. So this is bullshit that she has a three year old in this movie. Is what I'm trying to say. There they are. She looks great. She's a pretty lady. Uh, of course, she's old and wrinkled now and close to her death. Probably, I'm guessing, like we all are. Uh, there you go. That's my thoughts. Oh, and also, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Eh, at the very end, Richard Dreyfus. So he's a father of three children, and his wife is played by Terry Garr, who I just love her from, from 80s stuff too. And anyway, he becomes obsessed with the aliens because they're communicating with him telepathically. And at the end of the film, spoiler alert, the film's as old as I am, so if you haven't seen it by now, 47 years, um, he goes with the aliens in the end of the movie. And I was like, well, this isn't a fucking story about a guy abandoning his wife and kids to live with the greys. Like, are you kidding me? I don't think I want to live on their planet. I, but anyway, uh, yeah, he abandons his wife and kids, which is such a shitty ending. And of course, in the 70s, they're like, yep, that's what that guy does. Being a dad sucks, which that movie should have been about a mother who's like, please take me, take me with you. <laughs> this fucking sucks. Um. Let me know your thoughts on uh, Melinda's tits, 213-375-5184, where my mom's at, at gmail.com, or on Close Encounters, what you thought of that film. Um, again, really crazy that in the late 70s, a man can totally abandon his family and live with aliens, and they're like, that was a great movie. People like, that's the best. All right, let's do some um, follow-up. Uh, we haven't done this. We haven't done our follow-ups in a long time. Um, 
I have a super vag dryer for you guys. People who do taekwondo, karate, any martial arts in public places. Of course. I mean, I think that goes without saying. Um, I'm always mortified when I see people doing tai chi in the park, even alone. Like, you know, there's always that one old Asian guy that does it. I used to have a neighbor in San Francisco who would wake up the entire neighborhood doing Tai Chi. Uh, it was an old lady, an old Asian lady, and she would just be like, like, I don't know what she was saying, but that's what she did. And and it was so fucking weird. I mean, I do think they're out of their minds. She writes, um, Tiffany writes, my brother-in-law is a Taekwondo instructor and he's always doing Taekwondo moves. <laughs> Our kids go to the same private school, so I've seen him doing his moves on the playground, field trips, museums, family gatherings, etc. Recently, he was helping my husband and I on our farm, and he was walking the fields with us. Um, he was doing taekwondo arm movements. <laughs> How he has a wife, I'll never know. Guess there's that's proof that there's always someone for everyone. Love you, Mommy Tiffany. I agree. That's got to be exhausting. Well, you're with the Taekwondo guy. Oof. I don't know what's worse, being with someone that's like hardcore Christian and always managing to weave Jesus into the discussion or the, the martial arts guy who's always practicing his moves. <sighs> what's worse? Jesus guy sucks more, I think. But that's just a mental game. Like this guy is physically like, hey, guys, stop. Why? And I imagine he's like a toddler. Where he's like, watch me, mommy. Watch me, mommy. And that's exhausting, too. But if he's like, if someone's like, have you found the Lord? Let me tell you why you've. No, they don't. They won't. They won't. He, so they, they know you haven't. So we're past that. When you're with Jesus people, they're like, like you'll be at McDonald's and they're like, who's going to lead the prayer? I'll lead the prayer. Like they just want to, like they, like, like those videos of like the girl working out in the gym and she's like, God is good all the time before they do the move. You're like that. It's annoying. What were you going to say, Chris? Mm. Oh my god. Chris Chad. <laughs> Should I just go get Chaz? Chris? I could bring him in here. He's like right across the way. Chaz. Um, well, I was gonna say the martial arts thing sounds like me and Zolo around the office. You guys are chip chop chopping each other We're up? Chip chop chopping it up around here. <laughs> so annoying. Is they, it annoying to watch? They do some Muay Thai. Honestly, it's just like like my thought is just like, man, fucking Chris and Zolo are badass. Yeah. Excuse me, Chad and Zolo are badass. Yeah. Oh, you're all in on it now, I see. Oh, well, I mistake. was watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie because I go to children's movies <laughs> alone and I enjoy them. I It was really good, by the way. If you're, if you're going to take your kid, go see it. It's so fucking good. Seth, Seth Rogen did it and it's, it's cool. They, I mean, they made the Ninja Turtles like really, really cool. The music, I mean, they must have spent a budget, like a crazy amount of money licensing all these jams from like the 80s and the 90s the soundtrack is outstanding it's definitely made for gen x parents uh to come watch the characters are good anyway the point being yeah the ninja turtles did some cool martial arts and i was like i think i want to get back into kung fu i'm gonna learn kung fu in the park like no i can't but, hell yeah uh but it's so cool they're so cool and they do their sword moves and stuff yeah this this movie fucking slammed mutant mayhem wow Never thought I'd be into the Ninja Turtles, but the characters are great. The 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 animation's great. The music is amazed. The story's good. There you go. Go see Ninja Turtles. Skip Barbie. You you saw that alone? Yeah. I go to children's movies and nice. I Your kids didn't want to see it. I just enjoy them. No, of course. I brought my kids. I would never sit through the Ninja Turtle. Could you imagine? I'm like, I'm just a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. I love a Paw Patrol. Marshall, Rocky, Zuma, Sky. <laughs> Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol slaps right now. There's a lot of good children's properties going right now. They got, they, this is a good time. They got a lot of good stuff. I'm really stoked about the new Paw Patrol movie. It looks excellent. However, the Marvel universe sucks. Fucking horse dicks. What a stupid. Everything looks dumber than the one before. The Marvel series. I don't know if you guys follow Marvel, but... It's fucking dog shit. Agreed. Yeah, is that's that's where Spider Man was crying, right? Him and his clone, the other Spider Man from the past, and they're all they're all crying before they have to do something. He's like, I just feel <laughs> my pussy's bleeding today. Any superheroes yes, with feelings are cap. 
superheroes with feelings. Now, but Spider-Man's always been a little bitch, right? I'm pretty sure he's kind of the bitch of that yeah. that universe. Well, he's a teenager. Exactly. I guess, yeah. but that like I've known hard teenagers, you know what I'm saying? Like That's Batman. Yeah. That was Batman. Batman was hard as fuck as a teenager. Right? You know like how saying? old was he? He became a hero the minute his parents got murdered in front of him. Right? I, I don't know if that's I, the exact I think lore, there was some time. Yeah. There's some time in between. But yeah, but building, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like he became hard early because he had to witness a murder. And then he was like, I'm not going to let anybody hurt me ever again. Like David Goggins, you become a warrior. Although I feel like, didn't didn't Spider-Man do the same shit? Because like his uncle died or whatever, right? Spoiler right. alert, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah his, like uncle, his uncle got murdered in front of him, right? I no, so. I think what happened is, yeah, like it's his fault that the the robbers get away and then the robbers end up killing, right? And then he has to go live with his aunt. Oh, maybe. Look up the lore. Now people maybe. are listening and they're mad because they're like, what, bitch, you don't even know the story? Maybe that's why, though, because Batman the, was just out of nowhere. Out of Some nowhere. came up, so it's his fault that his uncle died? Dang, that's yeah, kind of, that uncle, will make you a bitch, huh? Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben, hilarious. Now, which came first, the rice or the Spider-Man character? Do you guys didn't grow up on Uncle Ben? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the Uncle rice ben. came. I think the rice came first. Oh, I miss Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima, because they are no more, yeah? Here we go. Peter also later admits the truth surrounding Uncle Ben's death to Aunt May. She's shocked and upset upon first hearing. Yeah, it's I think because the robbers, it's like he lets them get away right, and then they right, kill right, right. Uncle Ben. He can no longer make his delicious rice for the people. And that's the true that's the true tragedy is that <laughs> the more rice peel off. It was a good brand. Spider Man. That it's asexual. I love Zendaya. I love Zendaya, but they don't even put makeup on her. She got no titties. I mean, she looks like a dude. And that they don't even French or nothing, you know, and Spider-Man. Like Kirsten Dunst with the other guy that Tobey Maguire was kind of half a half an F-A-G. But at least he was like cute. Look at her. She looks like she's still strung out. She went from Euphoria to Spider-Man. I love her, though. But she's not hot. Look, look at just. I mean, you know, come on. Put some makeup on the girl. Make her look cute. Doll her up. Show your tits, Zendaya. Show your hungry tits like Melinda in Close Encounters. <laughs> see, she doesn't look like... See, see them on the red carpet, Tim Holland and Zendaya? That's not how she looks in the film. They dress her up like a, like a 12-year-old boy in the movie. That's too bad. Yeah. I'm she not, looks good in this one. She, she looks like she's a 12-year-old boy. Okay. <laughs> Moving along, very important follow-ups. Here we go. Uh, you're so right. Mom life is a trade-off. I had to quit fire hooping when I was five months pregnant. You waited five whole months on the fire hooping, huh? S Sinead, uh, you're pretty far along at five months. <laughs> I gave up fire hooping. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get back to it one day. Of course, of course. Since then... My boy Phoenix is now four and I've been building my new career working as a tattoo artist and permanent makeup artist whilst my partner works away during the summer months to sell ice cream. What a colorful, you guys are circus people. Who are you? You two are gypsies. By the way, it's good that you have a career as a tattoo artist and permanent makeup artist because I have a helpful video tip for you. Could you pull up the second video under new vids? Very important. It's important to have a trade and a skill. Tips for surviving your first day of prison, especially if you're innocent. Number one, don't speak unless spoken to. Don't strike up a conversation with other inmates, other officers. Keep your face like that. No smiles, no frowns, just nothing. People ain't gonna mess with you. Sit back and just watch and listen. People will tell you who they are. Okay, the whole thing about asking people what are you in for, don't do that. It's disrespectful and you might not want to know the answer. Okay, number three, wear shoes at all times. Shower shoes, when you change in yourself from one outfit to another, you keep your feet on top of your shoes. Your feet should never hit the floor, ever. Number four, 
What are your skills? Maybe you are an artist. Maybe you can draw really well. Maybe you know how to give tattoos. Maybe you know how to thread eyebrows. Maybe you know how to braid hair. Whatever your skill is, market it. Then you have a little hustle, you can make some money. Number five, do not volunteer or raise your hand to do anything. For example, an officer asked one time who was wearing contacts and like a bunch of hands went up. My hand didn't go up. Mm -mm. I wanted to know where this conversation was going first. Mm -hmm. Turns out she made everybody take their contacts out and they were completely blind. Don't volunteer for anything. <laughs> I love this girl. She's on TikTok and she gives hot tips for going to jail or prison. Um, but really important on this one. Oh, number one, if you ever go to jail, like overnight, like let's say, you know, something happens like a DUI. She said, never call your mom and tell her what you did to get put in jail because they record your phone calls. That's what the prison lady told me. And then they'll use them, use that information against you. It essentially works as your confession. So don't say shit. Just call your lawyer and, you know talk in person i'm guessing so two good points in that video uh number one have a skill which you do sinead good job on giving up fire hula hooping and getting into uh, tattooing <laughs> and eyebrow waxing huge um this really is thought provoking because it led me to think about my prison skills which i have none i can write a shit joke i have no and it got me to thinking like what would your prison skill be I mean, I think I, if I knew I was going to prison, I would learn how to do hair. Like I would have my my guy Alan come and teach me how to do highlights. But like prison highlights, like how do you get your hand on bleach? How do you get your hand on hands on stuff? You just have to learn how to do haircuts, I guess. So I would probably learn how to cut hair before I had to go serve prison time. Do you guys have any marketable prison skills? Hmm. You need to think about this stuff. It can happen. Mine would definitely be just scheming, like showing them how to get shit in. You know, oh, like how to, like how to smuggle drugs in. Mm -hmm. or, oh, oh, that's cool. I'd be, I'd be running a casino in there. Oh, for sure, yeah. gambling. Mm -hmm. And smart Chad, I'm you very got, quiet. I know. I think that would be helpful. Good skill. Because you would be collecting. I'd be collecting data. Intel. And I'd be saving secrets. I'd be listening. Yeah, I, I, I would know a lot of stuff. And people would trust me. That's basically what she mm. says. She's like, if you go to prison, shut up, keep your eyes down. It's like riding the subway in New York, basically. Like, don't look at anybody. Don't say shit. Keep your face neutral. Perfect. Oh, and by the way, the shoe thing, I did a deep dive on that. The reason you don't want your feet to touch the ground in prison is because it's teeming with bacteria. And apparently, like, you want to wear your shoes or foot coverings at all times because you'll end up with, like, a foot fungus, which is fucking gnarly. Ooh, Yo, nasty. What would my fucking prison, my prison trait be? I keep thinking about it. I gotta really work on this. What, I what think being mean? funny would yeah. be, have, be a big ass <sighs> comedy for what, sure. Do I, could I? But they wouldn't let me. The warden would not let me do shows. It'd be good for morale. They would. Yo, can I tell you something though? I've actually performed for women in a halfway house. I agree. <laughs> agreed. I agreed to do a show for women who are basically fresh out of prison, and that we're staying in this home to transition back into the real world. They're not like, it's, it was the, it was like, so literally I would be like, so you know when your husband like puts his underwear on the floor and they were like, I killed my husband. Like literally like they've all, they were either beaten by their husbands or like murdered their husbands. <laughs> it's like a freaking bad scene. Like I would literally have to be telling totally different jokes. Like you guys ever shiv a guy in the cafeteria? <laughs> <laughs> what ba maybe just baby jokes instead of husband jokes? But just they probably killed their babies or something. I don't know. I yeah. mean, yeah, you you did adapt. adapt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally yeah, want to sure. like, see what works. You fucking see that co over? Yeah, yeah. Like I just make fun of the officers or like the mashed potatoes and the and you're smart so commissary. <sighs> and, and you're smart, so I thanks, know you'd find thanks, the biggest scariest bitch in there yeah. and you make her laugh so that if anyone was fucked because people will, would want to fuck with you still. Yeah. Because now you're in like the limelight getting attention, so that's also kind of scary. That's true. You don't want the attention. But if you make that big mean scary bitch like you ain't no one gonna fuck with you because i gotta fuck with her too so i i think it'd be all right that's true because i did go to la unified public schools and very similar to prison in the early 90s late 80s and i had to buddy up to the chola population to be protected from the black girls there you go yeah because cholas and goth girls we had the same makeup and so we would do our makeup together 
af, um, in PE, like, you know, when you're getting ready to get back out in the world. And the cholas and I would do our hair and makeup right next to each other. And that's when I made friends with those girls. And then they would protect me against, uh, yeah. Well, there was, I shouldn't say all the black girls. There was one black girl in particular who used to fuck with me all the time. And then she stopped, yeah. That's because I fought back. I punched back one day, but it didn't get very far. You just have to punch back. That's the big secret. You just got to fight. Any hoodles. Yes, did she say she named her son Phoenix? Is that what I heard? Mm-hmm, yeah. God damn. God damn. Why? Oh, Phoenix. Is Phoenix Cap? Well, I just, you know, I think um, it's an it's a interesting name to grow up with. You know, I, I think that might be a tough one. But Well, you know, in her defense, I don't know how how old she is but river phoenix was like really big when i was growing up maybe that's what it's an homage to i like phoenix i think it's good but look i mean there's all kinds of there's way gayer names than phoenix don't you think that is true because it's not like everyone's being named john and tim right now like everyone's being called a phoenix type uh, of or, name. A, or a <laughs> yeah like chad a no grayson named chad anymore. nobody's named chad yeah it's the worst name to have apparently a chad oh yeah you're like a you're like a douchebag yeah, it's like a Chad. Yeah, yeah the, the names now are more creative. I'm trying to think of names in my kids' classes. They're all weird. Yeah, and including my kids. My kids aren't like standard issue American. I, I heard a name once of a like a kid that was going around with uh, with one of my nephews, King Lion. Oh boy, was he black? Yep, I knew it. Pretty cool yeah. though. No offense. Yeah, I knew. Hey, no offense taken. I knew a black dude named God's Plan. <laughs> came to my house party once i'm like nigga are you serious like what are you doing to us wait is it god's the first name and then last name plan or no. god's plan is the first name that is his first name god's plan i don't that remember his so... last name but it was on his license he ain't playing i know I'm like, you're fucking serious man did he like it or did he resent that oh he loved it yeah he, yeah he like because i imagine I've, I imagine you'd kind of be stoked if your mom named you something crazy like God's plan. Like we laugh at it, but he's probably like, yeah, bitch, I'm God's plan. Like I'm, I'm the shit. My mom loves me. I don't know. Okay. So yes. wait, did he didn't, he did like it. You said, yeah, he was, he was definitely embracing it. Um, he seemed to, I mean, I, I guess at a point you gotta, I mean, what else are you going to do? You know, you ain't going to fake it. <laughs> Fuck it. I guess this is my name. You could go by GP. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the weirdest black, black names I've heard growing up. <laughs> Black names. <laughs> I knew a Mandisha, that, but that's not too weird. Africa. I knew an Africa. A-F-R-I-K-A. In public school. Bombada? Africa Bombada. <laughs> that would be rad. God's Plan is the craziest name I've heard. Yeah, that one was wild. I'm like, so what is it then? I mean, you know it. <laughs> yeah. And there was, a God's plan. Plan. there was a space in it? Uh, I don't remember. Like apostrophe. apostrophe? God's belong. Yeah. I, there was no apostrophe. I think I remember a space. Um, I don't remember for no, sure. No, it's got to be an apostrophe. If it belongs to God, God apostrophe us, right? Is that what you mean? Plan? Yeah. God's plan. Now, but here's the deal, man, is that I, I think white people are getting crazier with their names, though. Because white people are naming their kids all kinds of stuff, like Phoenix. So yeah, Phoenix. I, this is, this is, it used to be different. Things are, things are changing around. They were naming people like Khaleesi and stuff like that from Game of Thrones. Let's look it up. Let's look up. Uh, what are the most popular names in 2023? It's definitely interesting how it goes in cycles. When I was born. Uh, baby names or normal? Or just, just baby names in 2023. Is that the year we're in of our Lord? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because when I was growing up, it was Jennifer, Christina, Stephanie's, Samantha. Very basic shit. Chad was huge. There's a few Chads. Tom's. All right, let's uh, see. Girls. Normal ones. Olivia, Emma. I know a couple of Emmas. Amelia. I know an Amelia. Sophia. Beautiful. Ava. After Ava Braun, Hitler's girlfriend. Isabella. Yeah, these are all. I hear these in the schools. Charlotte. Ooh, Luna. Mia. Luna. Beautiful. Aurora. Beautiful. Lily. Evelyn. Evelyn. Harper. A lot of Harpers. Gianna. Aria. Ellie. Mila. Yeah, all this shit. This is all in my kids' school. Nova, Willow, absolutely. Hazel, that's kind of old-timey. I, I like it when people... Maverick is sick. Maverick is dope. I love when people Whoa. name their kids old-timey things, though. That's pretty funny, Hazel. My middle name used to be Edith, and I kind of wish I would have made that like a stage name. I mean, how rad would that be to be Edith? Wait, I thought of my stage name last night. I forgot it. 
Anyway, yeah, Edith would be good. Okay, Kai, let's look at the boys. Mohammed, excellent. Totally un- unpolarizing I'm, name I'm, in America. I think that one's been kid. popular for a while. Though. Mohammed <laughs> in America? So. Since 9-11? Are you crazy? Yeah. I, I mean, there's a, a special type of people that like to name their kids Mohammed. Mo- like which which specials? Which kinds? I think Muslim people. Listen, my ki- my parents were immigrants, and they wanted to give me a normal name. So, you know, the trend is you either you should name your kid American if you're going to live in America. America. So that they have a fucking fighting chance, right? All right. <laughs> Hold on, go to number one. Number one name for boys in 2023, Noah. Totally, I know a few of those. Liam, know that. Oliver, yes. Elijah, that's pretty religious too. Elijah, is that your tribe? Yeah, that's one of ours. We leave a seat open for him for uh Oh, that's right. For, for pa- Pesach. Pesach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yep. Elijah's Jewish baby back ribs. Do you like that? Yeast-free matzo. <laughs> East free. Gazabek, Gazabek. Gazabek, Gazabek. Mateo, I like that name. Lucas. So Mateo switched out Matthew? Again. Mateo. I like Mateo. Mm-hmm. Lukash. Good. Leo. Ezra. Levi. These are all very biblical. These are all books of the Bible, no? Very Jewy names. Yeah. yeah. Ezra, Levi, James, Asher. Asher, yeah. Etan. That's another Jewish name. Ethan, yep. Yeah. Sebastian, that's a Luca. Latin. Lucas, there's there's a movie called Luca now. It's good. Mason, Hudson, Jackson, the sons, yes. Jack, I like Jack. You know, I wanted to name my kid Jack, but then I was like, everyone's going to be like, Jack your dick, Jack off, Jack off. Not what? No. <laughs> no, because you think about it, you got to think of that stuff when you're naming your kid. Mm. What? How are they going to make fun of it? Such a good, strong name. I know, I Jack like Jack. Jack is such a good name. Jack Mayhoffer. Did you, uh, yeah, I was at the Kennedys. One of them was Jack, wasn't it? Couldn't name Kennedy, name Jack Kennedy. Maverick is dope. Grayson, I know a few Graysons, boys and girls. Benjamin Logan. Oh, boy. All right. Good. These are good names. All good names. I like Phoenix. Back to this lady, though. Sometimes I wish I started it all early instead of squishing it all together in my 30s. And now I'm 35 and trying for a second baby. But fuck me, it's hard going. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, sis. I, I started baby making super late, too. And I it's funny because my first baby I had at like 38, 39, the second one at 42. And I just feel like the last decade has flown by so fast because I, I had those babies. Um, you know, when you have kids, your, your life becomes a blur. But yeah, I don't know. I would have been dumber uh, the younger I was. I really wasn't together. 35, that ain't too old to try for your second baby. Um, go get your blood work done. Do modern fertility. Just a simple finger prick. Isn't that what we said? This uh-huh. would be a great time to put the ad in. Um, vag dryers for me are long fingernails on guys and toenails from ES. Yes. And also socks in the bed and sock fluff between the toes. Love you, mommy. Sinead. Yeah, I know. I agree. Long fingernails on guys and toenails is repulsive. Absolutely disgusting. Inexcusable. Straight to jail. Straight to hell. Straight to hell. Straight to hell. We have some voicemail uh, badge dryers as well. <laughs> Hold on. Let me do some sure. <laughs> follow-ups and then we'll get there. Hold on. You just distracted the shit out of me. Remember last week? I don't know if you were here last week. Can you play the lady who's uh, neurotic about going to Disneyland with her four children? Just find it from last week. It's like... Yep, this woman who gives you tips. Listen, this is absolute insanity. Duncan was so funny. If you want to um, hear last week how he made fun of this woman, I was dying. I've been obsessed with her on TikTok. She's got four boys and she gives you tips on how to get in early and do everything sooner and do everything faster. Let's play the Disneyland one. Talk about fun. You guys want to have fun? Go to Disneyland with this broad. Family of six, this is how we get early park entry to Magic Kingdom! Right before I lay out our outfits, custom park touring guide, and park maps. 5 a.m., Ryan's already worked out. Time for me to get up, work out, and get going. Just a 20-minute workout, and I feel like a million bucks. 5.45, and I get myself ready with festive Disney makeup. Don't forget those mini ears, especially Disney Red. 6.45, I'll wake up the boys. They are pumped for Magic Kingdom. 6.58 a.m., we book the virtual queue for Tron. Got it. Boarding group Got it. Genie Plus for Big Thunder. Then I'll pack up my best kept secret, my custom park touring guide, and throw it in my Folder, okay. Boys hair gel, and we are you out. get the picture. I'm having an aneurysm just watching this. I don't know that. I, listen, 
I understand you got to be organized with multiple children, but this is like, it's giving me so much anxiety. I wake up at 5 a.m. I do a 20 minute workout. That's all I need to do. <laughs> okay. So I was like, maybe that's just how she is with the kids. Cause I get it. It's very stressful. I found a video of her just with her husband, the two of them vacationing alone and she keeps the destination a surprise. So I don't want to tell you spoilers. All right, here she is, just the husband. Let's see if it's different. Can Mom come? and dad to four boys going on our first kid-free vacation to a location. That's going to blow your mind. It's 4.45 a.m. There's no time to work out because Ryan usually books the earliest flight possible. I get ready for the climate we are headed to while Ryan finishes up packing and orders our Uber. We get to the airport on time. Not going to lie, I miss my kids, but it's much easier navigating through the airport just as adults. We board our flight. I tend to get a little bit nervous when we fly without the kids. We land safely and you guessed it, Cabo San Lucas for Ryan's 40th birthday. Our driver, Antonio, picks us up and takes us to my parents' house in Cabo. And I'm not going to lie, it's an incredible house that represents why I value family and work so much. My grandpa and dad built this house from the ground up to celebrate one of my dad's largest real estate deals. This house represents that you can come from no money and work hard to create the life of your dreams. I'm grateful my dad instilled entrepreneurial values in me and my mom instilled family values in me that helps me think differently than a lot of people do. Thank you, mom and dad, for this beautiful opportunity to stay at this incredible house. And happy 40th, Ryan. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, if my husband, like what, <laughs> what, what better way to say re relaxing, chill vacation than up at 4.45. Ryan books us on the first thing out. <sighs> and then she's got to go. And then we got to go to Cabo San Lucas. Uh, exotic destination. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's so unfun. This is the it's unfunnest fucking vacation. I would, I would fucking throw her in the water so fast. This woman gives me so much anxiety. Who, what is this? What is this? Is this just, is this anxiety with life? And this woman has to contain it with, what is this? This is just TikTok these days, right? Like fake I life. I don't know. It's awful. Isn't that? I'm not going to lie, which means you're lying. Yeah, a lot of it's fake. I mean, when I see this, I just picture them setting up a tripod in the airport. Yeah. How many times they it's shot exhausting. them shaking the hands of it's the guy exhausting. picking them up. Yeah, it's all it's all fabricated. Oh, but it just so it just shows, Christina, though, like, all you got to do is, like, work hard. And, oh, like, my then God. you just get, like, big vacations. That, yeah, like, that's another good. thing. It's, like, the platitudes among plat yeah. upon platitudes. Like, all you have to do is work really hard, and you can get what you want in life. <laughs> work hard, play hard, LOL. <laughs> like, it's just... <sighs> Ryan, but she found her love match with Ryan. Those two are fucking perfect for each other. I want to blow my brains out. Oh, I'm exhausted from her vacation. It's my Hot Wheel collection of Vag Dryer. This comes in. I'm a 20-year-old guy who had no clue my collection would dry up as much Vag as you say. So I'm asking for advice. I collect Hot Wheels. I don't collect for value, but I have a specific goal in mind. I have fond memories of going to my grandparents with my cousins and my grandma would let each of us pick out one car from his collection. My grandpa, sorry, not my grandma from his collection to take out and play with. I'm hoping one day I can share that same experience with another child. Should I be worried about dying from constantly sandy desert puss? Yes. Or can I keep working towards my dream? Piss on me, beat me. He doesn't even write his name. He's so ashamed. Yeah, stop it. Knock it off with the fucking Hot Wheels, okay? You're 20. I understand. Childhood was just yesterday for you. Keep the memories in here. You don't actually need to like hold the toy again to enjoy the, the good times you had with the toys. And if you do have children... They'll still sell Hot Wheels. I guarantee it. And if they don't, you can find that shit on eBay, dude. Just don't do not do it. You don't need to play with your little vroom vrooms. Don't do it. It's fucking embarrassing. Um, let's do the follow-up Vag six Vag dryers in the voicemails. Hi, Mommy. I just thought of a Vag dryer. So I used to date a guy who, when we every time we went out to eat, he would get chicken tenders and french fries with a side of ranch. <laughs> Like, you're 25. <laughs> Eat something else. Every time? Not every time. That's so gross. You don't shit when you eat that way. Okay, what's another one? That one's disgusting. Yeah, I don't... Actually, I have a thing about... I won't I won't date people who... Um, people, like I've dated in 20 years, but it's so gross when um, people are not adventurous eaters. I find that to be very unattractive or they're afraid of eating like sushi or whatever. I'm like, oh, grow up. Just grow up. 
Eat flavors, eat spice. Okay, next one. Right, like trying new things. Yeah, I don't like that. It's very childish. It's very annoying. Okay, go. Bad dryers. Hey, Mommy. Um, I have a bad dryer for you. So back in the day, I used to work at Best Buy, and we would have different things like for Black Friday and Christmas, like Boxing Day, and we would have a plethora of people lined up outside for like 24 hours or, or more. And these assholes would just sit there and be disgusting in their chairs waiting for a stupid TV that they could buy three hours later. I mean, like, to say 50 bucks, so you spent the whole entire Christmas day outside a store like some homeless person to get a fucking TV. Anyways, that's a huge badge dryer, and we all think outside. you're disgusting, so thanks, Mommy. Keep I love so Canadian outside. I agree, outside is disgusting. My stepdad had this really cool whole weekend hobby like he would spend the entire weekend he would go to like best buy buy a television and then spend the entire weekend scouring the newspapers for a cheaper price on the same television so that he could take in the coupon or the advertisement or whatever to fries or the or back to best buy and go like see i found it cheaper at this other place and then get the difference and the money i don't know you know some people enjoy enjoy wasting their lives that way. I mean, we all enjoy wasting our time, right? It's just like how you choose to do it. Maybe to them that feels productive. I guess I just don't get stoked about like consumer stuff. But back in the day, it was a big deal to wait in line for stuff. Like you would wait in line for movies. You would wait in line for what sneakers. Do people still wait in line for sneakers? I think that's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. I don't know. Some people's dick gets hard from consumerism. It's just not my I never got it, but hey, I had a friend that loved Black Friday so much. She would do the same thing, wait in line. Ugh, to me, that can't be a, a bigger waste of existence, but I don't know. Maybe they do fun things. Maybe they shoot heroin. Maybe they talk about the aliens in line. Maybe it's like, maybe it's like the dead, you know, when people follow the Grateful Dead and there's fun stuff happening in the parking lot that we don't know about, but I doubt that. Okay, let's do another voicemail. Hey, Christina. Hi. This is Cassie, Hi, Cassie. in Shark Lake Titties, Puta. Oh. I have a bad fair for you. I was at the pool uh, yesterday with my daughter. She's 14 months old. And oh. I saw this dad with his two children wearing goggles. They were mm. all wearing goggles. And he wasn't like swimming laps or anything. He sure. was just wearing goggles at the pool to protect his eyes. Oh, and it my dried my God. bad so much. I get it. So I just wanted to ask you if you agree. Yeah. That seeing a grown adult man at the pool, (laughs) not swimming laps, just at the pool, wearing goggles, drives your pussy out as much as me. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. I love you too. And I agree. I do think, I think it's because like, it's an unnecessary safety precaution. You're like, what are you protecting yourself against? A little bit of drip drop of water gonna go in your eye. It's gonna hurt. Like, it's very childish. That's what my toddler is always worried about. I have to wear my goggles, mommy. It's just like, tolerate the pain, bitch. Like, I will open my eyes in the chlorinated water and if it burns it fucking burns like that's how you learn you just let your eyes burn and it hurts for a day or two and then you're done it's probably good for you in the long run to sterilize your eyes right any i know you do i know you agree with me i like how you choose me because <laughs> i know you're crazy enough to yeah. open you open your eyes underwater in the chlorinated water well i mean i'm black so i don't swim but uh, oh that's true <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, Forgot how could that I forget detail. that? That's why you skipped my birthday on the boat. There you go. That's why I didn't go on this one either. Yep. Now, black people are kind of wise. I think we're learning that is that they also don't fuck with the ocean. And I kind of agree. I'm kind of over with swimming in the ocean. Yeah. I'm I, like, hmm, I'm good. I Tom has been talking for the past like three weeks about how he's like, yeah, I could have died out there. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> You're risking your life. I agree. Just and challenging the earth. I'm good. I, I agree. Cause there's all kinds of animals in there. There's like jellyfish and you could step on the thing with the spiky things. Like, what are you, what are you doing? So I think I'm becoming blacker and blacker <laughs> every year is what I'm trying to say. I've been covering my furniture in plastic. You did that too, right, Annie? 
My mom did that. <laughs> I think that's an Italian thing, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it's immigrant. My mother yeah. covered our furniture in plastic. <laughs> yeah, that's old. There's like old immigrant thing. And I'm starting to develop an aversion to ranch dressing. That's black thing too, right? And mayonnaise is disgusting. I'm out. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't think that's accurate. I no, you guys aren't into mayonnaise. Thing. No, it's a me thing. I, I don't love that, but um, I, don't, I don't think that's a black thing. Go no. ahead and Google it. Do black people <laughs> like mayonnaise? Father Google. I'm pretty sure because I've had other black people I know tell me that they don't like mayonnaise. I have heard the mayonnaise thing. Are you black? Write in and let us know. Where my mom's at at gmail.com. Do you hate mayonnaise? I think so. Oh, wow. This is referencing our own subreddit. (laughs) Do black people dislike mayo? Let's see. What did they say? Have you ever been? Have they never been around black people? Okay, let's see. This is from our ask. Weirdly, black people have a wide range of individual preferences. Oh, that's silly. That's not true. Everybody knows everyone's the same and everyone likes the same thing. All right. Well, whatever. Here we go. Um, I wanted to share my vag dryer with you because I don't think you've ever heard this one. My husband puts Elmer's glue on his hands and feet, lets it dry, then peels it off. He does this while watching TV after the kids have gone to bed. I hate it. And I think it's the weirdest shit ever from Lauren. Well, my friend Lauren, have I got a doozy for you? Actually, as a child, I enjoyed putting Elmer's glue on my hands, not on my feet, but I think it was one of my most cherished childhood moments is peeling the glue off and trying to get a big a chunk as you can. Not only that, our beloved friend Bobby Lee does the same thing here. Check out this clip we pulled from him on Tiger Belly. Back in the glue thing too, by the way. Nice. You know, I, I don't know if people know this, but I, you know, um, I'm really into Elmer's glue. And I put <laughs> it on my fingers. And I put it on my feet. And I've done it since I was a baby. Oh, and really? there was years where I I have two th- things like that sunflower seeds. Mm-hmm. I just go through like you know periods, periods where mm-hmm. I do it and then I don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm on a glue run right now. <laughs> just on my thumbs so. What does it help with? Nothing. Oh. It doesn't do anything. But I just I'm just I love doing it. Do you ever do your feet? I do all the time. We actually have hundreds of his glue thumbs glue and thumbs. hands um, in the closet. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And at some point we have to give um, give them out. Give those away as um, Tiger Belly. But you know gifts. why I've never given them away? Because people have asked for it. Do you I know mean, why? Why? Because if, 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 oh, yeah, there's yeah. A murder, if there's a murder. You're framed, man. I'm yeah. Framed. You're done. The print. Yeah, my thumbprint. We just gave people so many ideas to frame you for murder. I know, for murder. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not good at I know. I know for a fact, even if I didn't commit a crime, and cops had me. You know, first of all, okay, we can stop playing now. Fi- but anyway, as he's talking, he's putting the glue on his thumb. If you're just listening to this, which is so funny, and I, I wouldn't cover my whole thumb. I would, I prefer doing just my palms. Um, I guess because then I could use the backs of my hands. It just, I don't like to incapacitate my whole hand with the glue, but it feels good. I really relate. I get it. And Bobby, you're disgusting. So, but now um, you just kind of do that with sunburns, right? Peeling? Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Right, that's the new, yeah, you evolve from the Elmer's glue on your hands and you just go sunburns on your Peeling shoulders. Peeling a sunburn. There was one sunburn I got while doing road rules in Australia because they had no ozone layer. I don't know if they still don't have an ozone layer in Australia. But there was no ozone layer and I got the gnarliest sunburn of my life and like heat stroke one day because I was out on a Jeep with no cover. And the peel on that was so rad you know when you like your back peels a a good way um chest peels are super fun because you can see those oh it feels so good you feel so special you know that's like once in a lifetime you're not supposed to do that though i imagine that's very bad for you oh no don't get a sunburn intentionally just so you can peel a layer yeah that's yeah don't do that don't do that um okay let's do some oh i have this great mom hack for you guys i found on tiktok of course where i get all my information from this video i just pulled this morning if you could play that one such a fucking amazing idea if you guys have little ones or even big ones i'm preparing myself for having teenagers and i might just sneaky try to do something like this so she gets one of these geotags from um apple 
and I bought a few on Amazon. They're just like little discs, like about yay big. And you can put them on like a keychain, and then she's hooked it on the kid's um, tag on the back of her shirt, which I, you know, I know it's probably a little uncomfortable, but kids don't feel stuff after a few minutes. Anyways, I will be doing that to my children indefinitely after having seen that. Um, also, I would like to do that to my adolescents. Now, any, how will I track my teens? Can I just follow where their phone is? Like, Yes. Um, I imagine they know how to turn that shit I off. I know. Yeah. I, I think they're always going to be ahead of you on that. But yeah, I think the phone is probably the only way. I mean, I don't know. I mean, your kids, so when they're teens, I mean, how, how long is that? That's 10 years? Mm, by then there'll be all kinds of great technology to spy yeah. on them. Yeah, the world's yeah. going to be unrecognizable at that point. I know. Isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah. It's moving so fast. I was just watching this video this morning of this woman talking about like how we grew up, how Gen X grew up. You know, if you wanted to watch a movie, you went to Blockbuster and you picked out the movie and you brought it home. And it was a very long, it took about an hour and a half just to pick the movie, get home, put it in the VCR, watch it. Like everything just moved at a glacial pace and everything moves so quickly now. Like now if you want to watch a movie, there's like 20,000 things to choose from. We're done with that one. Okay, onto the night. Like you just, you digest so much matter, so much material so quickly. And I, I feel it. I feel that my brain does not like moving so quickly. It's so exhausting. It's not, it's not, but then again, I'm old and I grew up analog. You guys grew up digital. Does your, do you feel like the world is too fast? Any, particularly at you, any, cause you're like a tech guy. Uh, it's definitely getting crazy, especially with the, it's more for me, the content, the movies, I guess it's like, you could still do it at your own pace, but the phone, the <sighs> scrolling, I mean, Jesus Christ. It, Cause it's, it's not even in the same stratosphere of shit. You're just seeing random shit, you know, like know. this thing, that thing, this thing, that thing, this fucking chick, this whatever <sighs> baby or whatever the fuck, Jesus so Christ. Quick. It's, just, it's everything all the time. So. I know. And it's so like with my children, I go I go back and forth because I'm like, okay, on the one hand, like they need to adapt. Their brain has to be formed at this speed of consumption, at this rate. Otherwise, they will be behind their peers, right? Like you, you kind of, in order to keep your children up with what's coming, you kind of have to allow their brains to form in this climate of digital quickness, you know, like I watched my kid, my seven-year-old navigate an iPad and he is just so fast and his brain is growing up this way. So I don't even imagine what he's going to process information like when he's older. So I try to balance it out with the, um, you know, the non-technological stuff. Like I just encourage him to sit still and look at leaves and shit, but I don't even know how, I don't know. I don't know. We're all going to be robots anyways. We're halfway there. That's what the iPhone is, right? That's what Elon Musk says. It's an extension of the fucking... I mean, shit, we're close to that motherfucking Neuralink, right? We're really going to be there. Yeah, what is that again? Is that where they put it in your head, the chip Mm -hmm. in your head? That's fucking... So you can ask it a question. It's a chip that you put in your brain, right? I mean, I don't don't know exactly how it attaches, but I I imagine they'll try to make it, you know, as non-invasive as possible because that's what everyone's freaked out about, right? It's like, I'm not going to put a chip in my brain, but I imagine they'll make it work so you just kind of attach it. You know, it's not yeah, I saw it something where the guy just puts a, like a device behind his ear and then they ask it a Google, que- like a question, like how far is the ice cream shop? It retrieves the information and tells the guy right away. Um, and I saw this other thing where this guy goes, wouldn't you love to not carry your wallet? There's a chip you put right here in your hand and it has all your, your credit cards and your information, your ID. I'm like, no. I would not like to do that. Thank you very much. I can also just carry my iPhone, which has my credit cards and all my information. If I lose this, this is disastrous. So what is Neuralink? Neuralink's goal with its human trials is to eventually enable a person with paralysis to use a computer. That's what they say. Or a phone with their brain activity alone. Okay, sure. Okay, sure. That's that's. You know what's so funny is like it's always with this altruistic aim in mind, but that's not the fucking that's not what's going to happen you're just going to use this to masturbate faster it's somehow going to be linked to pornography it's like how can i jerk off in this this public space find me a place to masturbate immediately neuralink 
I think my Stupid. biggest curiosity is how it's going to affect communication. Because if you Ooh. have a thing that's right in the back of your ear that's telling you information, like what to say, I mean, your personality is now linked with technology, right? That's like crazy. directly. It's also I, terrifying. Like, what access do they have to that, and how much control can they, you know? Oh, uh, it's going to be infinite, and we're going to know it, and we're going to do it anyway, just like we do with our phones. We, guys, we, we guys. talk so much shit, huh? Sorry. No, no, I'm just letting you know that the aliens are visiting in 2027 anyways. <laughs> so, uh, pfft, LOL it up now, boys. I saw a prediction on TikTok. And we're all going to be done for. So I think it's time for us to build our compound outside of the major cities, get off the grid, start growing food, if we can even grow food in the soil anymore. It's time to get out. I'm done. I'm out of the matrix, guys, because we're just deeper, 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 deeper in. It is, it is exponentially faster, yes, into the matrix. But you gotta, your kids have to be adapted somewhat. Otherwise, they will flounder. Ugh. All right. Let's do a medicine hack. Oh, I want to do some mom hacks since we did that geotagging thing. That's good for little kids, especially if you guys are going to like amusement parks or just the park. I don't know how many stories I've heard from moms um, where they're like, yeah, it was my, my two-year-old just took off running, which fucking happens. <laughs> okay. They just take off running. So uh, they don't sponsor the show or anything, Apple. I wish they would, but they don't. Um, do I wish they would? I don't think so. I'm fine. I'm fine. I got great sponsors. Um, let's do some other, here's a great medicine hack from my mom. My baby has been spinning out her sticky cough syrup for the past two days. Hold on, you can give a baby cough syrup? I thought that my doctor was always like, you can't give the kid cough syrup until they're five. It doesn't work. Well, 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 who's been lying? Pediatrician. Tonight I decided to cut the tip off a bottle nipple that we don't use. I put the medicine syringe in the widened hole and gave it to her. She happily gobbled down all the medicine since she was expecting milk. I felt more proud than I should have for tricking a five-month-old baby. Keep a mind tight. Lauren from Minnesota. Always use trickery um, trickery and concealment with your children. This is A number one when it comes to that. I learned a great trick when my boy was really sick last Thanksgiving and he was unable to hold down anything and he had a really high temperature um, since he'd never had Coca-Cola before and he had an upset stomach. I was like, here, just drink this Coke. And we put the Tylenol or the Motrin in just a little bit of Coke and they think they're getting the treat of a lifetime and it brings the fever down and stops them from puking. So there's a huge one that I learned. Also, if your kid is vomiting and you can't give them Motrin or Tylenol, they won't drink if they're completely inconsolable and they're like 104 fever, which happens and which is terrifying. I learned this trick from my sister-in-law, shout out to Jane Segura, um, who is a nurse you take a towel, like a little hand towel, a little square, and you open it up right flat, get it damp, get it wet, and then go get some ice cubes, sprinkle it in like a burrito, and roll it up tight like a burrito. Literally, the same thing as a burrito. Put that on their forehead, and it'll cool down the body because heat escapes uh, through the top of the head, and somehow that works. And so if you can't give them Motrin, just keep applying that. That's a huge one. I wish I would have known that one sooner because my little guy, oof, he was always getting sick. Um, okay, let's do some mom hacks. Okay, two, two, we got two on the voicemails. Also, if you have any great mom hacks, leave me a voicemail, 213-375-5184. Where my mom's at at gmail.com. Send me an email if you heard anything on the show you'd like to follow up on. Um, okay, let's play these voicemails. I'm excited to hear these. Hi, Jeans. Hi, Mommy. This is Maddie from Colorado. I am a 26-year-old mom of two under two. I just realized today that I didn't have to spend five minutes making a quesadilla. I can just pop the fucking tortilla and cheese in the microwave and microwave it. I hate standing over the stove. Fucking sucks. 35 seconds and it's done. And I can cut it and we're on with our day. All right. Love you. Piss you on got me, it. beat me. Piss Bye. on me, beat me. Um, also, another hack. I just made tacos yesterday at the house. And you don't have to put taco shells in the oven, in the conventional oven. Did you know that if you microwave it, I did for a minute, and those shells came out perfectly crispy. Um, but it depends on your microwave because you could also overdo it and brown the shit out of those fuckers. Yeah, that's a good one, dog. Microwave. All right, 
Let's do another mom hack. Hey, Christina. Hi, baby. Got a mom hack for you. Not really a mommy. Well, I am a mommy. Anyway, go to Amazon. Yeah. And for five dollars, you can get elastic shoelaces. What? They got the flat kind, the round kind, every color of the rainbow. To turn any shoe into a slip-on. It's a <sighs> fucking game changer. Yo, I'm gonna get those for me. Elastic. Look that shit up, Nadab. Elastic shoelaces. This is amazing. You know what? I was so lazy today that I didn't wear my favorite pair of high tops because I didn't want to tie the laces. They're too hard. Elastic shoelaces. <laughs> it's really exciting. Amaze. All right, dude. And then that way you just stretch them, put them right on. All right. I'm not sure I get. How, how does if, that... If they're stretchy, so let's say you probably you put them in, you tie them, mm-hmm. and like you set it and forget it. Just like a... What are those pots, right? You set it and forget it. And then like I'm sure it just stays tied because it's elastic, right? The plastic will hold it in place because it's sticky. And then you can probably just like... You know how you leave your shoes tied, mm-hmm. any, and you slip them in? Yeah. You this just... way they just stay put because they're elastic. I'm betting... I've, okay. ha- I've had shoes with these before, and it, and it's exactly like it's it's it, it holds its form, and then when you need to pull it apart, it easily pulls apart. So it's it's tension when you need it, elastic when you need that. Tension when you need it, elastic when you need that. That's amazing. This is perfect, guys. It's all about the little things in life. You're it really good enough. Is. You're smart enough. You're good enough. You're smart enough, and you have elastic shoelaces. And boy, are those a puffy dryer. I wonder. If elastic shoelaces will dry your girlfriend's pussy out, though, Nadav, you gotta know. Will they dry out my girlfriend's pussy? Actually, she's probably got a high tolerance because you already wear like white New Balances still, right? Are you into that? White New Balances? I thought you wore white sneakers. You did uh, in Reseda. Yeah, I mean, I have, but those were cool Adidas. Those are cool Adidas. Yeah, okay. I have a pretty good. Uh, You're cool now. What are you yeah. wearing? What are you wearing? I'm not with? drying my girlfriend's pussy. Um, no. <laughs> she was sloppy. Wet. What am I wearing right now? I'm wearing some Adidas running shoes because I worked out. I heard. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of myself. Okay, potty training secrets. This is what would Christina P do? Please send in your questions if you would like to know a stupid comedian's advice <laughs> on how to live your life. Where my mom's at at gmail.com, 213-375-5184. Here you go. I was listening to episode 200, and you mentioned your youngest son, who was five, if I am not mistaken, if I am not mistaken, just shit in the toilet. My daughter is four and a half and does not want to fucking shit in the fucking toilet. She will tell me that she needs to go in the diaper, will go in the bathroom and close the door. I was just wondering how you did it. Yes. Okay, from New Brunswick, Tina. Absolutely. So first of all, I wonder if this is your second kid. I don't know if this is like a second kid phenomenon because you're not the first person and I'm not the first person who said that the second kid doesn't want to train. I don't know if it's like they are, they want to stay babies a tad longer. I have a feeling there's something to that because my first kid, just just one day he was two and he's like, I'm taking a poop in the toilet and he did it and we never looked back. The younger guy was a little more reluctant to give up that dipe. So that's funny too. So Um, my guy would go in the closet and shut the door and kind of be in in the dark. So I figured, okay, he knows that he needs privacy. He likes the door shut. So go with what they like. It sounds like your girl likes to be privacy. Good. So go great. Go and close the door. You're you're almost there. So first of all, don't panic. I want to tell people with potty training, don't panic. Your kid's not going to be 40 and pooping in a diaper. It's just not going to happen. Eventually with peer pressure, whatever, they're going to figure it out. They're not going to like the feeling of poop on their skin or pee-pee on their skin. Just don't force it because if you try to pressure them, it's going to, it's going to, what's the word, backlash on you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have the opposite effect. So don't pressure the kid about pooping or peeing. That's how you create, <laughs> that's how you create fetishes and neurotic behavior. So you're going to encourage her. You're going to say, um, how about we try this? We're not going to go without the diapy. Why don't we just try sitting on the toilet and see how that feels? And you can poop in your diaper, on the toilet. You don't even have to pull your pants down. So you can start really simple. Just poop on the toilet, in your diaper, with your pants on. Just see how that goes. And after they've mastered that, okay, let's pull down your pants now and just sit on there with the diaper. How does that feel? Oh, is that good? Great. Let's take it a step further. After a week, you know, give it time. A week. Don't hurry it. 
And after after you sense that they're they're okay with doing that, go, hey, how about this? How about we try no diaper sitting on the toilet? And I'll tell you what, if you do it, we'll go to the toy store or we'll go whatever it is she wants, she likes doing in life. We'll go do that thing. We'll celebrate you because you're a big girl. You're growing up. You can do this. You can handle it. I know you can. And you pump up their confidence instead of the opposite, which I think parents get so nervous and like, oh my God, you're never going to hurry, do it. And then, yeah, just give it time. Let them do it at their own pace. Um, and eventually, like I said, they're going to poop. They're going to do the thing you want them to do. And <laughs> um, yeah, and I know some parents are like, but what about for preschool? They make you, they make the kid toilet train for preschool. Yes and no. Okay. Like they tell you, oh yeah, the guy has to be out of diapers. Yeah, but then, you know, not really. <laughs> Just <laughs> let it go. Let them, that's what you're paying them for, right? To change a diaper every now and then. It's fine. And plus, they'll see the peer pressure of the other kids pooping and peeing, and they'll want to do it. So don't, don't stress about it. There's more things to stress about. Uh, you know, I, I'm seeing the 11-year-old boy. I'm, my sweet nephew's 11. He's the sweetest kid on the planet. Um, but I'm seeing now, like, oh, that's what they grow into. So I better, like curb you know this behavior now so that we don't hopefully get it later and this and that it's, it's helpful to see kids at different ages and stages so you know like what you're going to be dealing with if you don't nip this in the bud early but my god i don't know there's no perfect way there's no perfect anything oh it's all a crapshoot 2027 aliens i love you guys i'm gonna go i'm gonna eat something yeah, it's summertime still. It's hot. I know it's hot. It's always hot. August is hot everywhere, I'm pretty sure. School starting again. Fucking praise Allah for that. We start very early here in Tejas, so I'm so pumped my kids are going back. And um, yeah, the house will be somewhat quiet, at least for seven or so hours a day. All right, guys, this episode's been great. Thank you so much for joining. Subscribe to my show. Come see me do stand-up comedy live. Buy my lipstick. Um, love each other. Try to find some time for yourself. Hide in the closet. Get away from your kids for a few minutes if you can, just to maintain your sanity. Um, gosh, especially those early years. To everybody out there that's got those littles, I fucking feel you, man. It's so tough when they're just that small. You can really do nothing to yourself for yourself. Um, but now, now I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Five and seven's a whole different bag of beans, man. That's like, I finally got two kids. And uh, they're way better. Okay. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye, meow. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at.